So I'm back doing my interviews again, and today I'm going to be interviewing Matt. Matt is a THQ leak trainer. Um, he's only just started with us, probably within the last 12 months. Um, and what we're going to be talking about is his mindset from sort of making that transition from changing everything in his, his life is to then be coming to work for us, and also his mindset of changing how his, his training has changed massively um, over the years as well. So it'll be interesting to look at um, you know that from Matt's perspective and how things can change and how you two, how you guys can also change things as well if things aren't necessarily working from uh, working for you anymore. And also um, being a vegetarian and like how that sort of the struggles of making sure that he still is hitting his protein goals and, and what sort of he does because I think that does interest um, things uh, interest people. And what I get concerned about um, is that people just swapping this non-meat um, walking into a supermarket and just because something says. No, it's not got meat in it then it's all of a sudden healthy people who, who, who perceive that and i just want to have this conversation so um i hope, hope it is going to help people so matt welcome to thq podcast thanks paul um, so yeah so introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about about yourself a little bit about your your story well i'm 31 i'm a thq trainer at leak and also at whaley bridge um what did you do what, what's your what did you what was your your training like when you before you started, before you like before I joined that. HQ, yeah, yeah, tell me yeah well, I used to run a lot, used to cycle a lot uh, throughout my twenties, um, early twenties. I used to travel a lot. Um, never sort of thought about my health really, so I'd just train for get better at cycling and be more. How 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 big were your rides? Used to do. I used to I used to travel all over the world really for like two three months at a time. Um, so really like endurance-based sort of cardio. So I'd never, never even think about weight training. It wasn't part of my sort of training at all. So it was all cardiovascular health was what I was concerned about. So, so I was able to, to travel, do like 80, 90 mile bike rides a day or kit on the bike. Yeah. So it was tough, yeah. And again, it was never, never anything to do with weight training in terms of my training. It was all, all cardio-based. So would you, with, would you say, obviously, you didn't you know, do weight training. Um, we, we had a little conversation before as well. Is that you was everything. You was trying to get better and better and beat that time. And sort of yeah, it was all, like, goal-specific. So sort of, I, I'd cycled a lot early 20s, and then I got into running when I was about 25. Um, but, like, I mean, really got into it. So I was competing in races. I was constantly striving to get better and better and faster and faster in terms of time, so my training got sort of like um, focused on improving at running, improving at the actual s um, specific exercise. So like I'd train five, six, seven times a week running just to knock seconds off my time. I wasn't, wasn't thinking about the health, wasn't thinking about aesthetics, how I looked. It was just constantly focusing on, you know, getting to a specific level. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my training was all like sport specific and um, yeah it was all yeah so how do you like obviously what your current training plan now like, tell me a little bit about that and that, that transition from sort of changing because what i think a lot of us do is like did you get to a point i think we, when we did speak speak about you got to a point where you felt like that wasn't serving you anymore yeah definitely like that. Um, and what, what sort of made you like want to sort of explore different types of training like and, and was there a fear of well, I've always done that and I don't want to do something else. No. Yeah, you get into a sort of comfort zone. You only know one sort of thing. 
Uh, I had goals and I had things that I wanted to achieve in terms of my running, in terms of races. Um, so I'd always train for that. But once I did that and I achieved what I wanted to, and you know I ran a race in a certain time and sort of I was sort of like left in a bit of limbo and I was like, well, I've done that now. Um, you know I can't carry on training like this and I couldn't because that training five, six, seven times a week, all focusing on that specific sport, improving performance, it battered my body, so my joints were knackered. Uh, I was always lethargic, uh, no energy, psychologically miserable, because uh, I was literally just waking up, not enjoying my training, thinking I've got to I've got to wake up at five in the morning to do an hour run, so I can, you know, improve on the time for my last race and whatnot. So it was taking its toll, not just on my body, training in that way. But also on the mind too. Yeah, and if things like that are taken, if things like that cause, because stress is stress, like it, stress comes in different ways. Yeah, definitely. Stress is stress. So obviously you was pursuing that, and that was probably affecting your health in sort of a, a negative way as well, because if you are stressed, 100%. Stress, stress into your body. So um, I think we, we're both agreeing that is when you're training for a competition now, health is a very important factor. So tell me a little bit about your, your training now and how you. Like you perceive it is more is it more like health based and body composition based and then like do you do you still do little bits of cardio but then obviously improving your health improving your body composition recovering from sessions now and not having yeah. injuries is the, tell me a little bit about that. yeah so I got to a point where I realised that you know training in that way wasn't sustainable at all long term um, so I started I've always sort of read and trying to educate myself on tra training methods and. Um, health sort of like my own health sort of became a bit more of a priority so I sort of obviously understood the value of weight training and um, you know longevity and how the aspects of it that have a positive impacts on your health so I sort of just just transitioned from taking cardio down a little bit sports specific training to running stop running as much stop cardio training as much and it just increased sort of weight training and as soon as I did that and I started to see the benefits and the results and felt how my body felt after I've weight trained it was just that was it that, that was the way I wanted to train and that's the way I wanted my body to feel for the rest of my life really so literally now currently I'd say train five six times a week maybe do a couple of runs a week but literally just for just because I enjoy it nothing to do with you know I could train five six days a week in the gym do no cardio at all, feel brilliant and you know, get to where I want to be just through weight training. I do cardio now, maybe run a couple of times a week, cycle in the summer a little bit just because I enjoy it. Yeah. Find it sort of therapeutic and it's easy to my mind. Um so yeah, literally my my training now is all focused around sort of like feeling good, making sure my body feels good and I'm alert and yeah, it's all sort of health based now, yeah. I'd say. So would you say someone that's been from two sides of the spectrum, someone chasing performance goals, battered the body, mm. someone that's training for aesthetics, looking good and health as well, would you say that how people can judge that? Because I've never, I've never, I was speaking to Jules before, it's like I've never followed a um, an intense training plan where I'm trying to improve my performance. My how my training has changed from different from from ego and like generally just wanting to look good yeah. to now obviously still want to look good but more of a, more of a health perspective. So. Would you say a good indicator for people that if they're improving their health is how they're feeling? Oh, definitely, yeah. 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 So how you feel 
you know, if, if your training is making you feel crap and you finish a session and you feel knackered and you've got no energy and, you know, you, you're doing that three, four times a week to yourself, it's going to have a massively negative impact. So I sort of like now, I've, I never train now and not want to do it. Yeah. It's not like I say, when I used to wake up five in the morning to go for a run, it's like, I've got to go for, I've got to, in, you know, for, for this reason, for increase my time or whatnot. Now I wake up and I, I think to have, I've, I get to train now. It's, yeah. it's, in, it's enjoyable. And that obviously ties in with because it makes me feel better and yeah. because it makes m you know my body healthier and mm. I feel better for it. So yeah. that's sort of how I train now. It's all to feel good, to obviously to look good as well. Yeah. That, that helps, but it's more than anything, it's you know looking after my health. Hundred mm. percent. I think that's why we start people off three times a week because three times a week, like four or five minute sessions, it's very easy to recover from. So people are going to be feeling good. Um, and then obviously as they as we, they get better and they get probably more like me and you with the diet and they, they, they can actually maybe train more and things like that. But I think that's a, a valuable point and what I want people to take away from it is that the minute you feel that you oh, I can't bother to go to the gym, I can't yeah. it's not because of like you've eaten crap, but if you've eaten crap and you've you've yeah. too much that's a different thing than not wanting to go to the gym. But if you commit it to it and you're training and you get to that point, maybe it is time to just maybe just take a few sessions off and just take a little bit of a chill and yeah, definitely. Sometimes people do three sessions a week with us, then they're going to do boxing, then they're going to do running, then they're going to walking, then they're going to yeah, do everything that they're doing, and, if, and that is eventually just going to down. Definitely, yeah. It needs to be sustainable. Everything you need to do really needs to be sustainable. And if, let's say, you're training that much, I've been there, I've done it, I've trained for six, seven days a week, and I know it makes you feel, it's, you know, for a certain amount of time, you feel great, you're getting results, but you can go too far that way really sometimes so I, like I say a good indication for me with my training is that I'll listen to my body it's see how I feel if I train three days a week and I should be training you know I plan to train on a fourth day but I don't feel too good mm -hmm. and I feel a bit lethargic then I might take a day off take a day recovery make sure my food's on points yeah. and get back to where I need to be really f feeling physically before yeah. I go in at the gym again yeah yeah, cool. And what, one thing I picked up on there, uh, and I think this is, and I know it's something that was naturally built into you, is, is just reading and educating yourself. And yeah. It's something that's not been naturally built into me. I think I've told you before, as I probably didn't read a book till I was like mid-20s or something. I don't, never read it now. I can read, I, I listen to an audio book yeah. a week and I read a book a week and it's like I'm constantly wanting to learn. And I think that that is my bit of advice if anybody wants to live it. Uh, if you want to live it and understand yeah. things, you've got to learn and do it. And if you do that, then it's, it's exciting as well. Isn't it, to learn yeah, definitely. Uh, but would you say that was key to you having the trust to change what you was doing so so much? So like going from running and, and cycling to now weight training, but that ability to learn, you've always been yeah. able to learn. Would that say that was it? Yeah, definitely. The more you educate yourself, the better sort of decisions you'll make in terms of anything. So, and when I decided I wanted to constantly try and improve my health and try and make sure that my body's feeling good and I'm, I'm looking long term a bit more after I stopped running as much then you know learning about the values of weight training the values of adding muscle to your body and speeding up your metabolism and what this does for you especially long term you know learning that is one of the reasons why I sort of like threw myself into it and changed my training around completely and you know that experiencing it feeling the value from from weight training and from getting stronger 
uh, and then obviously aesthetically as well, looking good. It's always nice to look good, especially in the summer. T-shirt on, vest. It's <laughs> you know, it's it's not a vain thing, but it's not you know, it's always nice to look good too. So yeah, it's and you're constantly learning all the time. There are always different training methods you can implement, and there are different things I read about now and think, right, oh, might try that, might try this, um, and just like yeah, trying to educate yourself as much as you can and. So what I want someone to get from that is if they're stuck in a rut, if they're not, not saying stuck in a rut, let's say you've done something all the time, you've been so focused on doing it, best way to get out of it is to learn. Start to yeah, learn definitely. Else. You'll see the advantage of something else. You'll start to look at fits from a whole new level. Mm. You can adapt and change it, and that's why you can, you can stay more. You can just get tunnel vision, can't you, yeah. about if you do anything, and especially if you're, you know, you're good at something or you see results on something to a point, and you're just reluctant to change, mm. whether it's your training, whether it's your food and nutrition, um, you just go into a comfort zone. I think it's human nature, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so you became a TXQ trainer um, a year ago, um, and one of the main things that stood out to, to us in the interview as well was like your complete ability to just say, we said like, we was a new business, we got opened, you've probably not heard of the other gyms that we had, and it was just like, that was like, Matt, are you willing to quit your job? How long did you have your job for? Oh, this is good, like eight or nine years, something yeah. like that, long time. You know, you've got a little and you've got, you know, Yeah, well, I think you have fears in anything, any sort of change that goes on in your life. Any time that you think, right, I'm going to change this, you're always going to have fears. Um, it's Whether it's, like, say, for myself, it was my career, I completely changed my career. Decided I want to, you know, help as many people as I can to get in as good a shape as possible and improve people's health. Um, and it was scary because I had a comfortable job. I didn't have to do that. I've two-year-old son he was literally you know what was what, what, just coming up to one at the time so the easier thing would have been to just continue in my little comfortable job which I didn't really have much passion for it was just a, it wasn't a dead-end job but it was like I'd go work autopilot for five six hours of the day and come home just means to an end kind of thing um, but I just didn't I didn't want that so it was a case of like when when it, when you've got like a, a young son and like I have, I can't just dip my toes in the water and think right, I'm, I want to change my job. But it's, you've got to either do it or you haven't. And if it's something that you feel passionate about and you believe in, which I did, I believe in weight training. I believe in um, you know the values that I have in terms of personal training, obviously, which coincided with the values that you guys have at THQ and I just believe you if you believe in yourself and you want something enough then you'll do whatever you whatever it takes to get there and if you don't then you mustn't want it enough it's the same with anything same with training again it's like if if I um in terms of like when we were talking about cardio and when I used to run a lot I wanted to run a certain race in a certain time I knew that I had to dedicate a lot of my time to train to improve to actually achieve that goal I wanted to do so I've always been able to you know 
have that focus on something that I've wanted to do. Um, but like I said, I think it's if you want if you want anything in life, you've got to really work hard for it and focus on it. Um, and again, in that starts with going all into the process. Yeah, definitely. You come down. You want to. You want to. I think a lot. Of, what a lot of people say is, "Oh, they want abs, or they want to. They want to do this, or do that." With this. And what they're really looking for is just contentment. Right? Looking, yeah. at, feeling content with the body, how they look. Yeah. Contentment with the, the routine and everything being structured, and you will only ever find your contentment. I think if you go all in, like go all into the process, you in it, you will find contentment with how you walk and your routine and everything. If you keep dipping your toe in the yep. water, you'll never find contentment, you'll never be happy, and then you'll start, you will, you will, you will crash diet for a six pack, and you will um, bury yourself out doing yeah. loads and loads yeah. of your stuff. It, it's just kind of, you, when you find contentment, you look at things, but yeah, I think that's a great, you've got that concept and all your mindset, so that, that matters. Yeah, I completely agree. So what is your, your, your transition from like your, your past training in the future, like we, we spoke about that, but what was your... Tell me one biggest thing we spoke about that. But what was your one? No, what was your one? What's your one biggest tip that you can give somebody that is currently doing a training plan or doing it, some type of exercise that used to serve them that don't serve them anymore? Like apart from studying and reading, is there anything else that you would say that would be? Like we were saying, just just if if you if you're doing something and you're not seeing results from it or you're stuck in a rut, like say, have the balls to just go all in. To whatever it is you want to do. So, if if you're low, stuck with a certain body shape, or like we say, a lot of members will come in and they want want six pack abs or whatever, and they want to get in shape, but they don't really. They say, oh, I can't really do this. I can't really do that. If you want something enough, you've got to go all in. You've got to make it part of your life. Make it, even if it's for even if it has to become the main thing you do and the main focus of your life. I know people have got kids and got jobs and this, that, and the other. And that's fine. But if you want something enough, if you want to shed, you know, two, three stone, or you want that, you know, six pack abs, then you've got to make that your sole focus for a certain period of time. Not for the rest of your life, mm. but it has to be the number one priority in your life if you really want it enough. Yeah, that's a very good thing. Like, is and that's why people are scared of going on because they think, right, I can't do that forever. But sometimes you don't have to. You yeah, exactly. And then the, the flexibility. And then, then the understanding of what you actually want out of it is there, so it, you can just work backwards from there or work around it. Yeah, I mean, it's like we do, um, like the shoot, what we do, it's 12 weeks, it's three months, and the results you can get in that period of time, if you go all in and you make your health and fitness and your body transformation the sole focus of your life, in three months and 12 weeks is unbelievable. You can get amazing results from it, yeah. and it's 12 weeks, yeah. and it's not like it's some something you know some flippant thing that you know you're investing time in something that's not going to benefit it's your health it's your health and fitness your body so and then when, once you've built that once you've got to a point where you're happy with your body you're happy with like you've said so many times before it's so much easier to keep and maintain a result than it is to build one yeah. and so you, you've just got to go all in with your tra body transformation, your training type, nutrition, whatever it is. So yeah, just dive in first and make it your sole focus. 100%, like people get worried about that. Like in the, it's in the, if you were knuckling down for exam, you'd, you'd knuckle down. You'd exactly. Go, it's no different than body transformation. 
Um, and I think why I think the people that yo-yo are the people that don't go all into the process, and that's yeah. what I think like, oh, these six-week programs are totally, they just they don't actually work because then I just revert back. And, and on my honest opinion, from when we've been from doing the shoots for six years now, only people that go back are the people that didn't go all into the process in the first yeah. place. If they go all in there and they live it and they educate, they do it slowly and they feel yeah. okay by doing it. And they've got that education, they've got that commitment, that commit that confidence or commitment will stay with them afterwards. It's not yeah, exactly. They've just knuckled down, got the work done, and got the, the, the body part off that they needed to. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it's a, you learn, don't you? So it's like you were saying about, how I was saying about I used to run a lot competitively, and I, I went all in on that, and it, I was literally training really hard to do that. If I decided now that I want to run a marathon or whatever, an half marathon in six months' time, I could create a plan now and train specifically for that sport yeah. from my previous experience and probably do really well at it and because I've done it because I went all in yeah. there and yeah. I just, I've educated myself on what it'll take in terms of training yeah. and it's the same with your body composition if you get to a point where you're happy with your body and you know you have a few months off and you let go a little bit but you've got their education you've got that um, past experience to be able to know right it's only going to take me six weeks now if I knuckle down get my head down like I did when I did my shoot or whatever exactly. you know I'll get back to the shape that I want to yeah and you've got that confidence and that skill again that's yeah going and that's, that's what you've got and that's what you learned about when you yourself doing that and that's why you was able to just transition from, from fitness and then from your career anyway so yeah, and it's hard. It's not. I'm not saying it's easy, but you know, having that daily discipline. But if you, if it's something that you are passionate about and you are focusing on that, then you will do it if it means enough to you. Awesome. So, um, obviously, obviously, tell me about being a vegetarian and how that sort of. Tell, tell me about. Tell me about. Um, well, I've been a vegetarian for about three years now. I'd say um, it's a decision I made for sort of environmental and ethical reasons it was absolutely nothing to do with health i know a lot of people these days read a lot about the health benefits of being a vegetarian or vegan movies like game changes and whatnot um it has completely nothing to do with health purposes the best and most readily available source of protein is meat <laughs> to sit here comfortably and tell you that i have to tell it to members too who ask me about um you know my, my diet but yeah it's obviously from when i used to, i never used to really Focus too much on my diet when I was younger. Um, I train a lot, and sort of when you're young, you, you don't. It doesn't have. It's not as much of a priority when you're young as I don't think. As when the older you get, and your metabolism naturally slows down a little bit, and it has to become more of a focus. Um, but yeah, I decided to become a vegetarian. But when I did, again, I was more cardio-based training. So nutrition, I wasn't educated that much in terms of macros and protein levels and things like that but it's when I started to weight train a lot more regularly and again research and read up about you know optimal sort of like nutrition um, and how to build muscle and whatnot and get yourself into good shape and you realize that protein obviously is a massive part of a part of that especially when you're weight training and then again educating myself and tracking calories and realizing that I ate nowhere near the amount of protein that I should do um, so yeah, and then it become a challenge then to really sort of like find foods that were high in protein that I liked, that were tasty, that I could fit into my sort of like weekly diet plan. Um, and it is hard, it's challenging, it still is, especially if you don't plan. So if I don't plan my meals, 
or plan my week, I find it really, really hard not to, well, really hard to hit my protein levels mm. a lot because it's a lot more difficult. You can just, if you know, if you if you eat meat, you can just go into a supermarket and yeah. buy a big pack of chicken and just eat that. But you know, it's a lot more difficult. It's a lot more challenging. Amino acids as well. Like yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, the bal balancing the amino acids. Yeah. Yeah. So again, that that's an, a very important point because for ethical reasons, I hundred percent respect that, and I, and I like you doing it. That you know, and I think we spoke about it before, is that you know, you're not, not necessarily you're doing it for health because eating meat is just as healthy as not eating meat. Yeah. It's the reasons that you do it, um, and you said you've noticed you didn't notice any different health benefits from not eating meat to eating meat now. Um, one of, again, one of my main concerns for people is going in buying junk, um, yeah. meat-free stuff as well. Um, so how 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 do you do your meal prep, and how important is it to eat decent food still, even though you're not eating? Massively for how your body feels. For a start, eating good, nutritious whole food, whether you eat whether you eat meat or not, is going to get your body feeling, you know, good, and it's going to get your energy levels up, and it's. Just because you don't eat meat and you're a vegetarian doesn't mean that you eat healthy. Mm. Uh, a lot of people think that and they think, well, you just eat vegetables. And you can eat absolute loads of crap being a vegetarian and feel rubbish all the time. Um, so, like I say, for me, planning is the most important part for me. So I'll actually dedicate some time, whether it be a couple of hours on a Sunday night at the weekend or, or whatnot, to actually cook my foods. What food to cook? What's your main, what's your main protein sort Main protein source, well, I eat dairy, well, it's eat dairy, so I like yogurts, eggs, things like that I still eat, so vegetarian, not vegan. Um, things like tofu, um, quinoa, a lot of nuts, a lot of beans, um, probably, yeah, a real lot of nuts and beans. Um, but yeah, rice, things like that. Um, I do occasionally eat that meat-based, plant-based sort of meat alternatives, like things like corn or something like that from make a bolognese or a chili with yeah. a corn mince or because it is iron protein it's not ideal i don't want to try not to rely on that yeah. as my main source of protein because like you say a lot of it's processed and um, it isn't the best but yeah so i sort of obviously eat a lot of vegetables a lot of um like coconut oil olive oil things like that um but yeah i, I plan a lot so i'll prep for three, four days at a time, yeah. do what Ryan said um, he does when you interviewed him about, I'll make a big tea yeah. and then literally every day, whatever I eat for my evening meal is my lunch the next day. Yeah. Um, so I just try and take out the times where you have to make a decision because if you're having to make decisions about your food and nutrition, sometimes you make a good decision, 99% of the time you'll make a bad one. Because if, if I don't plan and I have to go into a supermarket or whatnot and buy something in your face of all these different options, it's, so many times if you're not feeling great or you're feeling a bit lousy, you're going to make a bad decision, you're going to eat something that you shouldn't really, and you know you shouldn't, and then that's just leads you down a bad path and you'll feel crap for the rest of the day and one bad decision leads to another. So just planning really, yeah. yeah. So what, what's the been um, the obviously the points of eating whole food? What's been the biggest struggles of of, of, eating, of, eating, of being a vegetarian and getting your protein in your biggest struggles? Um, well, yeah, sort of days when you get caught short, obviously, yeah. and you haven't got that meal prep with you. Um, it is it is tough because you can't, like I say, you can't just go in and buy a big junk of meat. So 
Um, but it, but it is it's it's odd. People just think you're you know you get your protein levels in your food and that's it. You're done. It, it's still challenging to, to this day. Like every single day is a challenge in terms of uh, getting your protein levels in because it, and it is massively important. If I don't eat enough protein, I can feel it. I can feel it in my body. Feel weak and I feel crap and. So I, I understand that how important it is, and even if it's, you know, occasionally might have to have a, you know, some yogurt and some fruit or like a protein bar. I try and always reach my levels. That sometimes I, you know, I, in an ideal world, um, it'll be well balanced. I'll have all my amino acids. Yeah. It'll be perfect. But sometimes it's not. But yeah. I still try and get the the levels up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. So, um, what would for anyone watching this? Um, what would be your one tip? Um, anybody who, who is vegetarian who or maybe who's just turned vegetarian or like in, in what would be your one tip state on what they need to focus on because I think as well there's a lot of influence by movies like The Game Changer and yeah like um, and definitely you need to do your own research yeah definitely and understand why you need to do it as well and if you are saying like you know don't try me and Matt saying it, it's got no difference in health and um, get your own blood work done and have your own mm. have your own test done and, and do it yourself and do your own test. What would you want a bit of advice on, on this topic to anybody? Uh, just explore foods. Like we were saying about, you can just walk into a meat-free section of a supermarket now and there's just all sorts of processed meat alternatives. It isn't, that is not like the whole vegetarian range that you can eat, just packs of corn or whatnot. Just explore foods, explore recipes, um, read books and really try and find out what it is you can eat different sources of protein again sort of educate yourself really because you can say I've, i know a lot of people who have become vegetarian or who sometimes go from eating meat to being vegetarian and back to eating meat and like yo-yo a little bit and i think it's because they just sort of like don't don't educate themselves i mean there's all sorts of different things you can eat there's all different food groups that you can go for it's it's just trying things out and exploring actual ranges of food because you know I, I don't eat meat now and I never go a day and think you know I miss for the taste taste wise I miss chicken or I miss beef or whatnot because there's a lot of tasty alternatives you can eat and again protein is obviously always a big focus especially you know weight training as much as I do yeah awesome that's pretty much everything not to go over. I think cool. that's helped everybody massively having a look at insight. And it's good for you to talk to look at an insight for you, but I think you've got to have obviously a very interesting journey. So I think that will you know that'll help everyone's coming on. All right, cheers guys, uh, for listening and for watching. Um, and I will see you all very soon. Take care.